0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now here is Craig Dixon on the Main Money Show.
1: Hello and welcome back to the Main Money Show. My name is Craig Dixon from Investment Executives. And if at any point during the show you'd like to learn more, uh, just feel free to give us a call at eight five five. Six two five three seven three six, 3736 or you can visit us on one of two websites either the com or the com.
0: I recommend the com.
1: I like both, but yes, you would have a preference to the radio show there, Tony Shore.
0: <laughs> yes, I would. And they can <laughs> get to the other site from there, so
1: That's true, they can. And also, Tony, did you know they can subscribe to iTunes or Google Play and download any episode at any point? Instantly,
0: yeah. Or they can subscribe and automatically get each new episode when it becomes available. And now we're available on Spotify as well
1: as iTunes. Oh, that's right. You said that last time. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Good, good, good to have you with us, there, Tony. How are you doing? It's
0: it's great to be here. I'm great. I've had just a great couple of weeks, and doing the show with you each weekend kind of gets me pumped up for the week. I love it, and I always manage to learn something. But really the question is, how are you doing, Craig? What's going on over there at Investment Executives?
1: I am doing great, Tony, and I don't wanna overemphasize that, but I am doing really well. It's been a it's been a good uh good two thousand eighteen. We're cruising into two thousand nineteen, although I, I do have to say there has been a lot of sickness going around and I have been oh, one of the has. people to uh fall victim to that unfortunately and so have uh people in my family so but it has to go through everybody in my family before it gets to me i think
0: yeah that's the way it is with me too and uh i was sick for about a week and a half with it ouch yeah yeah but i'm fine now i feel great how about you
1: i'm uh feeling better i'm feeling better Good. i'm not i'm not all there yet tony but then again before i'll beat you to the punch i've never well, been all there so <laughs>
0: Well, I was going to say, it was touch and go there for a while, yeah. Greg, but we made it through. Uh, what are we talking about in today's episode? We're talking about money. Of course, and no. finances, but what's the specific topic for today's show, Greg?
1: Oh, okay. It's uh, six downsizing myths to be aware of in retirement. It's uh, it's based on a uh, August 2018 U.S. News and World Report article of the same name by Rachel Hartman, so I want to give credit where credit is due, but no doubt you or your friends have considered downsizing your home after you retire. A lot of people do, and your friends may have even um, suggested it to you or many of you out there listening. Before you give that more thought, today we are going to discuss some of the uh, myths and misconceptions around the whole downsizing world and what it uh, what it consists of.
0: Okay. Uh, That sounds like a really good topic. I I mean, obviously, downsizing is something that uh, a lot of us uh, could probably benefit from, and especially soon-to-be-retired individuals have to at least consider, right?
1: They do, and I know uh, you know. in in the U.S. we're always talking about uh, supersizing, but we're not going to be talking about that at all. That's just... uh, (laughs) No. You know, that's at McDonald's and Burger King and whatnot. You want to supersize. (laughs) Which... I happen to have right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're eating McDonald's as we speak? No, 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 no,
1: no, 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 Burger King.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm not eating
1: it as we speak. I'm drinking, you know, from the Burger King cup. Yeah. One of the yeah. giant supersized ones, but eventually I'm going to downsize.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's what that's... we're talking about today. So <laughs> Downsizing your intake is what you're talking <laughs> yeah. about.
1: Yeah. That's a
0: whole other topic.
1: You know, Tony, it is often a topic of conversation with my clients as well. And I just happen to be a licensed real estate agent as well uh, through the Masiello Group out of Wyndham. And it often comes up as a topic when we're discussing future plans and, you know, if they're thinking of moving during retirement or downsizing and whatnot. And we go over some scenarios of ways they can downsize that, you know, can help them out and... You know, get them in a position where they can figure out what they're going to do with that extra furniture. And, you know, it's important to note that less home doesn't always lead to an ideal solution. You might find unexpected financial and emotional challenges after making the switch. I mean, might have been a home that you raised your family in and you're just not not keen on the idea of losing all those memories and being right in the thick of things there in your old house. but. You know, today we're going to talk about some of the most common misconceptions surrounding downsizing during retirement. And one of the first misconceptions is that selling your home will lead to a substantial financial windfall. And, and uh, you know, some people, they see their home as like a lottery ticket, I guess. And maybe in some instances it can be, but... If it's paid off completely or you have a smaller mortgage, it's easy to think of the proceeds from a sale as pure profit, especially if the current environment, you know, when you when you can't go a day without hearing advertisements of stories of, <clears throat> you know, real estate financial windfalls. It's easy to forget that often selling a home costs, you know, a substantial amount of money on top of that. I mean, you have commissions to think about, you have moving costs and the like, and there's a bunch of different expenses that can go with moving and downsizing. And it may be beneficial and you may have a windfall and you might be moving from a higher end community to maybe a retirement community with less costs, But those are all the things you want to look at.
0: So, and you mean things like closing costs yeah. and agent commissions, things like that, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. And, you know, closing costs and agent commissions are often the most common expenses that people think of when considering selling their home. But, um, you know, there there's other costs to keep in mind when thinking of downsizing. And, you um, Daniel Bortz, he uh, he details a few of these in his article on realtor.com entitled Cost of Selling a Home, Seven Hidden Expenses Sellers Can't Afford to Ignore. And uh, I'll just kind of go through them real quick here, Tony, and we can uh, kind of disassemble them as we go. Sure. Um, but the first one is uh, housing repairs add up. And, you know, if you've let your home's maintenance yeah, lapse, do. you know, you might need to hire a handyman or, or a general contractor or your brother or somebody, you know, depending on the nature of the work, to get the property ready to put on the market and get it looking good and, you know, to maximize your dollars out of a sale that you're going to hopefully uh, have transpire. And this isn't the time to cut corners, obviously. You want to make sure things are looking really, really good. Number two, uh, professional photographs don't come cheap. You want to get interior exterior you might have a drone going up in the air to take a uh, picture of the entire property but four in ten home buyers start their search by looking at properties online according to a national association of realtors 2015 real estate in a digital age report i think that you know to be honest with you i think that number's higher and obviously that's a 2015 report i think that number's going through the roof I bet you I wouldn't be surprised if nine out of 10 people start by looking online and and photos are overwhelmingly viewed first, according to a uh, study by Old Dominion University. Therefore, it's worth paying a professional for those uh, photographs and getting a good look in detail with quality pictures um, so you can really sell it online as the first visual that people are going to be looking at. And then the third part, uh, landscaping. So obviously your curb appeal, you always hear those terms. It's what gets buyers in the door and improving your landscaping can raise your home's value by up to twelve percent. And that's according oh, wow. to research from uh, Virginia Tech. Yeah, that's quite a bit. I mean twelve percent you figure if you're that's you're talking to a sneeze at. Yeah, you're talking a two or three hundred thousand dollar home, that's a lot of a lot of money there. Um, but that like I said, that was from Virginia Tech and that was um article entitled The Effect of Landscape Plants on Perceived Home Value, and that was by Alex X. Namira in the Department of Horticulture. So got to give credit, Tony. Got to give credit.
0: Well, yeah, I think that's great. Uh, And it sounds like quite the report to read. What are some other hidden costs that sellers might not expect?
1: Well, the next hidden costs that Daniel Bortz details in his article on Realtor.com are, um, number four was uh, staging. So expensive, but one of the costs of selling a home, obviously buyers need to be able to visualize what it will be like when they're living there, not, not when you were living there and how you had things set up, you know, hence, um, you know, staging where you hire a professional to arrange furniture and other items in a home to make it more appealing. That's obviously a good idea. It's kind of that Feng Shui thing.
0: <laughs> feng Shui. I love yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Yep. You're throwing out the 25 cent words now. How I'm, fancy I'm trying, uh, I'm trying. but
1: <laughs> yeah, th- there's also utilities. I mean, if you've, uh, You've already moved into your new home, you can't ignore the house costs of the place that's on the market. You know, you'll want to pay to keep the electricity or or while your property is on the market, keep that going and of course as we mentioned earlier, well you said, you know, closing costs and closing costs will likely be your probably your second biggest expense behind commission, fees, and if you hire a real estate attorney to oversee your side of the transaction, it's probably going to be worth shopping around to compare rates and you might also be able to um you know avoid a 100 or 200 dollar reissue fee for the title search if you can provide a copy of your policy so it's just something to keep in mind on reducing those overall closing costs
0: yeah yeah for sure it sounds like there are a lot of potential costs we should consider yeah uh, and i can see now that not all downsizing is going to result in a financial windfall then but uh, referring back to that earlier article you mentioned from U.S. News and World Report, it was by Rachel Hartman. I think you said it was called six downsizing myths uh, that yep. we need to be aware of in retirement. What's another common misconception about downsizing?
1: Well, a lot of retirees who downsize assume that a um, a, a smaller home will reduce living expenses, but location can have an even bigger impact than size alone. And if you if you leave a large home in the country for city living, you might find real estate prices may be steep, a little pricier than you thought from the countryside. And then the same seller's market that uh, may encourage you to look at listing your home could make your next destination more expensive than you expected. So those are some things to consider as well, Tony. Okay.
0: So uh, do they do say the real estate mantra is location, 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 right?
1: Yeah, you know, you'll also want to check property taxes in the area you plan to live, and since these vary in different parts of the country, you could end up paying thousands of dollars more for, you know, property taxes in new, smaller places, and I think a lot of times the location, location, location thing gets... Um, you know, gets misused because I think it's more about where a business is located uh, as as opposed to like a residential or something like that. I mean, if you find a, a plot of land that's in a great spot that you really like, it's not going to matter the location. It's that you like the home and you like the land and, and you feel comfortable with what you're buying and where you're buying it.
0: Oh, that makes sense. Uh, good point. Now, our time is almost up for this first segment. Is there anything else you want to share with us, Craig, before we take a quick break?
1: Yeah. Preparing for retirement can be overwhelming and nerve wracking and thinking of downsize only adds to that. And if you'd like help through the whole process, as I said, I am a licensed uh, realtor through uh, the Masiello Group out of Wyndham. And, you know, I can help you on both both ends, both on the financial aspect of it and the uh, real estate aspect. And if you'd like more information, sit down. We could do a complimentary consultation. You can visit my website, theinvestmentexecutives.com, or you can call me at 855-625-3736. Like I said, we'll sit down a no-cost complimentary consultation, and we'll get you headed on the right path to retirement and downsizing. The ups and downs of the stock market can be exciting, but not if you're near or
2: in retirement. Predictable returns may not be exciting, but your needs tend to change later in life. When you are ready for a relatively more predictable financial plan, call The Investment Executives. We focus on crafting effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 855 MAKE sense or visit us at theinvestmentexecutives.com.
1: Welcome back to The Main Money Show. My name is Craig Dixon from Investment Executives. If at any point during the show you want to learn more, Uh, feel free to give us a call, 855-MAKES SENSE, that's sense with an S, or you can visit us online at themainmoneyshow.com. And while you're there on that page, feel free to subscribe to our show on iTunes or Google Play. And then what was the other one you said, Tony? There was Spotify, is that right?
0: Yeah, Spotify. Yeah, Yeah. that's
1: huge. You can get all the latest uh, episodes there. But anyway, today we're talking about six downsizing myths to be aware of in retirement. And so far, we talked about two myths. And number one was selling will lead to a substantial windfall. And Tony and I talked about the hidden hidden seller uh, costs. And then number two, a smaller place will reduce living expenses. Um, not necessarily true. So next, we will uh, take a step back and ask about the bigger picture, looking at things, uh, you know, the forest for the trees, so to speak. And the next myth is that everyone in retirement should downsize. How you like that one?
0: Right? No, that's awesome. I think that's fantastic. Uh, Yeah, we've been covering a lot of ground uh, so far, and it's been a great show. Um, What else do you have for us? Obviously, uh, downsizing is a big deal, uh, and it might not be for everyone,
1: right? It might not be for everyone, and that's why that next myth of, um, you know, everyone everyone in retirement should downsize is a little bit off. And while most retirees consider moving at one point, It's important to evaluate your own situation before making a change and not, you know, not follow everybody else in the wake that's done the downsizing thing. It may not be for you at all. And if there are, you know, not any um, financial concerns with your current home or or let's say health concerns, your best move actually, believe it or not, might be to stay put, Tony. And you may be perfectly comfortable in your home, regardless of the size um, there's something to, something to be said for having a, a stable and consistent home and a place you've been, you're comfortable with, you know, very well, you know, the ins and outs outs, you know, the nuances, the intricacies, all that stuff. Um, so it's important to, to not just follow the herd and, and make the decision based on your own personal, um, you know, your own personal life and your own personal yeah. choices of how you want to have retirement. But to quote Benjamin Franklin, a place for everything everything in its place so we want to take a look a at a good one if that's the right it one. either
0: it was either my grandmother or ben franklin who first said it yeah, um i think it down- was
1: i think it was you actually who first said it you are that old oh thanks, oh Frank. just kidding snap
0: all right hey downsizing uh, though has other disadvantages for us right
1: yeah for a lot of people taking the plunge to a smaller um, house is a significant lifestyle adjustment whether you're a family of four New empty nesters or, you know, a couple looking forward to your golden years. You'll you'll need to make concessions when you move into a smaller home. So before you decide to sell your home and move into less living space, I would I would suggest to take these important details into account. Um, you know, I guess it's who knows more about moving than moving companies and they move every day. So, you know, Transtar moving even even came up with uh, 10 cons to consider before downsizing. So that might be something you could check out, and it's available on their website, transtarmoving.com. And, you know, let's work through each of Transtar's 10 cons. We can take a look at it in a little more detail again.
0: Okay, that sounds good. So from transtarmoving.com, here are the top 10 cons to consider before downsizing.
1: (laughs) How come I feel like I'm David Letterman right now?
0: Yeah, I'm Paul Schaefer. You're David (laughs) Letterman. Why not? Yeah.
1: Number one, you'll have fewer spaces for entertaining. <laughs> so that some, one
0: wasn't that funny.
1: No, it wasn't that funny, but I just <laughs> I totally feel like David Letterman right now. This is odd. You want to play some background music or something?
0: Uh, <laughs> no, you just go no. ahead.
1: All right, here we go. So some people invest a lot of time and energy into making their home uh, you know their making their homes their entertainment destination, I guess. And if you fall into this group, you'll you live to host elaborate parties, huge holiday gatherings or other, you know, like seasonal events. And you've likely invested in making sure you have all the right dinnerware, serving pieces, furniture, et cetera, et cetera, to accommodate all those large crowds. So that's number one. Number two, you'll find your smaller home may feel cramped. Um, You know, smaller spaces can feel cozy, but they can also make you feel like you're in a, well, a tiny home. And uh, one thing you can do to help ease the adjustment is to look for a home offering higher ceilings, Uh, invest in a smaller home equipped with abundant windows or skylights, to kind of keep it open, make it feel like it's open and allow natural light to flow into the home and make smaller spaces obviously feel or, or appear bigger. And number three, you'll need to adjust your lifestyle. Obviously, a large home is a lifestyle in itself and moving to a smaller home forces you to adjust, you know, practically everywhere about how you live. Where you shop, how you entertain, where you exercise, all that stuff matters. And, and those are just a few of the things you'll likely have to change when you make a move from a larger home to a smaller one. Uh, number four is you'll have uh, less storage space. I and mean, that's kind of common sense. Number five is you'll have to work through the emotional aspect. And it's probably, probably one of the bigger ones. I think emotional, um, we make a lot of our decisions based on emotion, but don't discount the, um, the sentimental element of Packing up and moving from the place you've called home for many years, or, or decades, um, you know, you may be leaving the house where you raised your children, like I said earlier, or a home filled with memories. Too numerous to count. Obviously, you have a lot of stuff that goes on in our homes, both inside and out. And the thought of leaving those behind can be really, really hard, and can be a tearjerker for uh, some retirees. So it's it's a lot to consider, and I'd say the emotional part of it is a tough one.
0: Yeah, I I can imagine. So uh, leaving behind some of those memories, I think that would be hard for a lot of us. What are the last five of those top ten cons to consider before downsizing?
1: Number six, you'll have to consider the costs. So, sure, you know any move tends to be a costly endeavor, and the costs involved can add up quickly when you don't know what to expect. And I guess sometimes though, you know there. There are hidden or unexpected expenses weighing heavily upon your budget. And you may not um, know when and where obviously those are going to happen. And we mentioned some of those earlier when talking about hidden costs and selling. Um, but when you find a new place to live, you, you may have other costs such as, um, you know, like a, like rent uh, condo or homeowners fees. And in general, you know, the moving costs and like hiring someone like Transstar moving to help you put you into a new home, obviously there's going to be an expense and the remaining items from the transtarmoving.com article all have a similar theme so let's run through them together Um, real quickly here Tony is uh, number seven you'll, you'll have to realize change is difficult I think that goes that ties back to what was it number five or something like that the emotional part, you'll have to adjust to a new home, new neighborhood, new people all that's a big adjustment for you number nine, you'll have to consider the stress of moving that's implied. I think no matter what we move is is going to be stressful. And number ten, you'll potentially experience feelings of loss of prestige. So you may feel pretty good and pretty proud about that big house, and then you downsize. It may not feel like you're, you know, the king of the jungle, so to speak. But downsizing and moving, uh, yeah. you know, they take a large financial and emotional toll on those that go through it. Through it, um, you know, make sure you're you're making the best decision for your situation, not just keeping up with the neighbors, like I said earlier.
0: Wow. Well, everyone should downsize was quite the myth, and you've got me all misty now, thinking of all the me- those memories and moments and milestones that my current house has seen with my family. And so let's let us let us make the next myth a little less emotional, Craig.
1: All right, Tony, I got some tissue here if you need some. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the next myth is practical, and you will probably, um, you know, you've probably seen all those shows about selling things secondhand. Slap some paint on a dresser, and suddenly it's a designer piece of furniture or, or whatnot. But um, you know, it's something something to look at.
0: Yeah. Oh, definitely. I, I my wife and I like those shows where they redo the furniture and stuff, but it always looks like a lot of work.
1: Yeah, I think, it, I think it can be a lot of work, and far too often for not enough reward. And and the next downsizing myth from Hartman is. I can bring in cash for extra household goods. So,
0: Mm.
1: you know, if you if you plan to sell extra furniture, uh, antiques or China to help cover moving costs, be careful not to overestimate uh, the proceeds from that. Sometimes we have, again, that emotional tie to it and thinking, Jesus is worth a lot more and you don't get what you expect from it. And with an increasing number of baby boomers retiring. The supply of antiques and collectibles, obviously that's greatly increased and that in itself, supply and demand, you know, that's going to bring the price down of some of those goods that you thought were valuable or maybe one time were more valuable because there were less in circulation. But if you have a unique um, piece or pieces but aren't sure of their value, consider having a uh, professional evaluate them before having a garage sale. You might find they are worth more or less than you originally thought, you know, take them to a local antique dealer or, or local appraiser or something like that.
0: Huh. Well, it's interesting and not quite as emotional, but uh, yeah. our time is just about up for this segment. We have to take another quick break. Is there anything else you want to add before we do?
1: Well, our goal at Investment Executives is in our planning process is to, you know, truly provide our clients with clarity, knowing they'll have the comfortable retirement that they worked so hard for. And like I said at our last break, Tony, you know, I'm a licensed, um, Licensed realtor, I work in the financial industry to help people in their retirement planning, and I can can help you get there in more than one way. And if you visit our website, theinvestmentexecutives.com, or call us at 855-625-3736, we can set up a time to get together. It's a complimentary, no-cost consultation, and we can work on all the elements of your life from downsizing to maximizing your retirement plan. Tax planning can be very difficult, and making mistakes on your
2: taxes can haunt you for years. The good news is that most tax mistakes are easily avoidable. All you need is the right professional for the job. At The Investment Executives, we have a team of CPAs and CFPs who can help you avoid costly tax mistakes and minimize tax exposure. To help you better understand taxes, we have The Future of U.S. Taxation, a guide written by tax professional and author Nick Stovall that you can download now. All you have to do is visit TheInvestmentExecutives.com or call us at 855 make SENSE to request your copy. This informative guide is just one part of the Retirement Income Toolkit which can help you arm yourself with the information you need to help secure your retirement. Visit us at TheInvestmentExecutives.com to learn more. That number again is 855-MAKES SENSE or TheInvestmentExecutives.com. And welcome
0: back to The Main Money Show. And today we're talking with our host, Craig Dixon, about six downsizing myths we need to be aware of in retirement. And uh, we've really covered the gamut. (laughs) We've been all over the map so far. We've talked about several myths plus hidden costs in selling your home and in the move itself Uh, What could possibly be left to MythBust today?
1: Well, we still have two myths from the Rachel Hartman article left, and the next is that the extra space won't be missed. Um, Life in a 4,000-square-foot home compared to life in a 900-square-foot home A place could be a bigger change than you expected, and there might be tighter spaces that can cause issues like um, not having enough bedrooms for grandkids who come to visit or less room to display your furniture, collectibles, heirlooms, whatever it is. Instead of scaling back on size, you might be more comfortable in a home that's smaller than your current family home but large enough to host and uh, entertain. And if you have family out of state, obviously, where are they going to stay when they visit? You may want to have space or you may prefer that your guests return to the hotel at the end of the day rather than in your house and determine that scenario fits best with your family and visitors.
0: All right. Well that sounds good. And you know, my at my family events, we call heading back to the hotel boxers return to your corners. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Tell me about <laughs> that it. That way
0: we that way we can get ready for another round. You know how some of those family gatherings can be.
1: Oh yeah, they say relative and fish stink after 3 days or 2 days. It's I can't true. remember what it is. It's
0: true. <laughs> So yeah. what's the final myth?
1: Well, the final myth, Tony, is mentioned in the article um, and it refers to the idea that downsizing is the only way to boost income and retirement. And in my opinion, that is a, that's like saying there is only one way to get from point A to point B. And in Maine, we say, well, you can't get there from here. Well, there are many ways to get there from here and, and you have a lot of options to increase income and retirement and I'd suggest that you meet with a financial services pro like myself um, and look at all your options in retirement, and then you can craft a retirement income outline. And that's what we focus on is retirement income.
0: Oh, I see. And that's the important part right there is retirement income. So what do you suggest our listeners do to create that retirement income plan?
1: Well, they want to identify their income needs. Uh, An important aspect of your retirement plan is the evaluation of your income needs, what you need in retirement to cover those monthly expenses. And once you've identified your income need, then you'll know how much to structure for income and how much needs to be set aside, obviously for growth. And this will help you determine just how much you need to find. Maybe downsizing isn't the best or most efficient option for income. It might might be actually a a horrible avenue for you. And then, you know, with the help of a financial professional, you can work on creating a steady stream of income for retirement that obviously lasts to and through your retirement. You don't want to run out of money, Tony.
0: Yeah, that's for sure. Well, I'll tell you what, we're out of time for today's show. It just flew by, Craig. Anything else you want to add for our listeners before we have to go today?
1: Well, I'd like to have them, you know, either give me a call at 855-625-3736 or uh, visit my website, theinvestmentexecutives.com, and we really can help you set up a lifetime of income that you can't outlive and make sure you're maximizing any retirement vehicle you have so that you're safe and secure to and through retirement. Like I said, it's a complimentary consultation. Just give us a buzz or contact us online. We'd be be more than happy to sit down with you. Um... You know, either in our Lewiston, Biddeford, or Rumford office.
0: All right, and that does it for today's episode of the Main Money Show with our host Craig Dixon. Thank you for listening to the Main Money Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Craig Dixon at the Investment Executives.